Season 3, Episode 7 of the Talking Ball Y'all Podcast. Welcome into tonight's episode of the Talking Ball Y'all Podcast. We are certainly glad you've joined us uh, once again and found the podcast. We appreciate it. If you want to go out there and subscribe and rate the podcast, we certainly appreciate that as well. But thank you again for joining us. And let's do uh, like we always do, Jeff, at the start of the show. I'm Clay. Um, Jeff across the table from us, and we'll do uh, our customary roundtable, just bounce around what's going on closest to us and then kind of expand across the state. So let's talk uh, Pearl River County high school action to begin with, and uh, we'll look north from here as we're recording out of Picayune up to Popperville. Popperville uh, 11 and 4 so far on the baseball uh, season, and they will have a home contest against Forest County AHS, which will be a big district ball game uh, because they got a win over Forest County over on the road, 13-8 to was that score. And so they're in a tough district. You have Summerall and Purvis in that district, and they're both sitting at 3-0. and And so these district games are mighty valuable uh, as we go down the stretch here. Yeah, and – and, you know, this, you're talking about the baseball side of it, but looking back at the football side of it, too, that district, Green County from the football side was a, was a monster. Purvis is right up the road, always a rivalry. So, I mean, that's a tough district for Popperville. Off to a great start, though, 11-4. and four. Uh, Have to give credit to them Hornets. And, you know, they, they come out with that win against Forest County earlier. Let's see if they can uh, make it a 2-0 and o right there. That's right, and so uh, you talk about it. That's a, a 4A team in Pomperville, and that is an awfully tough district that the Hornets compete in. Let's move a little further south down to Pearl River Central. The Blue Devils, Pearl River Central, off to a good start. 10-4 and four on the year, 2-1 and one in district play. They got a split with Picune uh, last week and then a big win over North Pike at home just last night. They won that one 9-4 over North Pike. Yep, and you're talking about the split with Picune. That comes their only loss in the district so far. And uh, what a great ball game. Win extra innings at Picune, um, at the Kent, they call it right there, home of the Maroon Tide. And uh, Tide come up a little short up the road at, at Carrier, but was able to get the, the one-run uh, win. Actually, it was a one-by-one run in extra innings. And uh, PRC's off to a good start, led by Dunhurst, you know, the senior leadership behind the plate there. Uh, his bat has kind of been up and down this year, but steady defense behind the plate, throwing runners out. So, uh, good to see PRC off to a two and one start in the district, and uh, you know off to a great start ten and four overall. Yeah, and anything you read on uh, Hayden and his projections, they just keep moving him further right. and further up in the draft uh, projections. The last one that I read had him as low as low twenties as a projection, mid twenties. I mean, this kid's a potential first round pick right here in Pearl River County behind the plate. Uh, Jeff, he right. made a throw the other night. I was there. Made a throw back behind a runner. They had runners at first and third did uh, pick you. Threw behind the runner at first who had kind of fallen asleep a little bit, and uh, the throw was just dynamite. I mean, he barely flinches, and it's out, and it gets on you quick with his arm strength. The, uh, the tag, the ball came loose, or it would have right. been an out. And you talk about his bat. He's already got, I believe, six home runs through these 14 ball games. So, 
uh, a kid when they talk about all the tools and uh, the makeup, he certainly has it for the Pro River Central Blue well, Devils. Well, we had Coach Walter on a, a couple weeks ago talking about his program and Hayden, and, and he brought up a great point. The worst thing this kid's going to do is go play at Ole Miss. Right, exactly. <laughs> In the SEC. Yep. I mean, so and what a ball club Ole Miss has got, too. We'll talk about them a little later, but – at worst, that's where he's heading is Ole Miss. So, you know, good job by Dunhurst. Yep, and they will go on the road uh, Friday night to compete against North Pike, uh, trying to sweep them uh, for the week. Let's move even further, closer to home here. Picune off to a 6-6 six and six start. So, they're even. They're playing 500 ball on the year. The more important number is that 1-2 and two, uh, record in district play. And uh, as we said, we just mentioned career splitting uh, with Picune. Of course, that means that Picune right. split with career right. last week, those those ball games that you just mentioned. But, Jeff, they lost a heartbreaker to Hattiesburg last night in extra innings, a six to five loss and a tough place to play in Hattiesburg. And some of that has to do with, a, uh, you know, how good that Hattiesburg team has been over the years, their tradition. That is a tough place to go win. And uh, Picune had a chance, just came up a little short there with a 6-5 to five loss and extra innings. Yeah, well, the good thing is uh, Picune, like you said, come up short in Hattiesburg, but they have Hattiesburg at home, uh, you know, back in their home confines right here at the Kent, uh, just off Airport Road here in Picune. So maybe, maybe they can pull and win out right there, you know, Sits and sit start one and two in the district, not meeting uh, head coach Cody Stogner's expectations. And you know that. We've had him on the podcast talking about his ball club. He knows where his ball club is at. Uh, so let's see what Picayune can do as they host the Tigers of Hattiesburg uh, this Friday at home and maybe can split with them just like he did with PRC last week. And split, I mean, that you're going to hear that a lot in this district. The uh, district's very competitive, and Picune's got the pitching. They're pitching well enough right now that yeah. they should be uh, better than 500. The team ERA's uh, really low uh, for that record. They just have to swing the bats a little bit uh, better. We'll be interested to see how this playoff uh, pitcher plays out for all three of these teams inside of our county now let's uh expand a little bit and look uh statewide and and bump up uh to college athletics and when we look at mississippi state up in startville we will start with their baseball program baseball america has them uh ranked number two in the entire country uh beat florida two out of three this past weekend and jeff that runs their record out to 18 and two on the year Yep, eighteen and two, and I hate to say three of them wins of the eighteen come come against the Golden Eagles up there at uh, at Startville, and man, what we a snuck pers- one of them out. Well, now, that's Jeff. right. I'm yeah, sorry. let's just give I'm them sorry. two two I'm of the sorry. credit. That is I right. would have liked to, for you to have said out of those two, two losses, losses, we get credit for credit one. For, yeah, but no, we didn't. That's right. Southern Miss <laughs> did win that Friday night contest, uh, but Startville. I mean, off to a great start, Mississippi State. Nice confines, brand new facility up there. Awesome place to play baseball, and you have a you know, Baseball Americans got a number two. LSU was number one, got swept by Texas. So LSU's dropping, but man, the SEC well represented, uh, still in the top 25 uh, for them polls. Yeah, I was looking at that ranking, uh, trying to do some prep here, and states at number two. Uh, the team that they beat in Florida, even after losing two out of three to state, stayed in the top 10. Right. So, uh, just goes to show you what, um, 
people are thinking about with Mississippi State baseball. The pitching has been phenomenal. Uh, throwing Gian on Saturdays unfair. He's he's as good enough to be a Friday night. But Ethan Small, the way that he's pitched, their strikeout numbers, uh, state baseball uh, just on a real roll, and they'll have to continue that. It won't get any easier as they will go over and face. Um, Auburn, excuse me, they have Auburn coming to Starkville uh, this weekend. That's an Auburn team that's ranked 16th in the country. And so uh, let's move, kind of turn our attention, stay with Mississippi State, but let's look at basketball where the women's uh, basketball team has earned a number one seed. Now, they're not the overall number one seed, but they are indeed uh, one of the four one seeds will be uh, Mississippi State. And that's a women's team that you, if you're uh, odds on, probably going to make a run at least to the final four. And that's the expectations that Coach Schaefer has built uh, there for that women's program. Yep, and he did. You know, and it's a – it's beginning a legacy, if you want to say that kind of word. You, you typically don't put that on this short of amount of time, but with Mississippi State, I mean, Notre Dame is in there with the women's. UConn is always up there. South Carolina has come on the scene with the women's uh, basketball. But for Mississippi State to earn a number one seed, that's big for Starkville. No doubt about it, Jeff. And what he has done with that program is mind-blowing. Right. I mean, uh, it's just unbelievable the, the way that winning uh, breeds support and the way that they are drawing um, and the way that uh, he is just uh, – no other word but just – simply built this program then when you look at the men's side the men's team for mississippi state has earned a five seed in the big dance they'll take on liberty now they're the five seed jeff this is interesting the five seed in the east bracket and guess where they play? They play out in San, San Jose. Jose. <laughs> I seen that the other day when it was on twitter when the brackets come out and everybody was you know you know where they're going, and I, I had to double look at that too, is San Jose. Uh, I think they play Friday at like 627 our time, if I'm not mistaken, it's our time. So it's going to be like 427 out there in San Jose. And, and what's it, it, interesting about sports in general is everybody's talking about Mississippi State and Liberty and the – Liberty's new football coach is Hugh Freeze, and that's been going around that the first team they're going to face is an old semi, I say, opponent in Hugh Freeze, which he'll be uh, his school, Liberty, well represented uh, in the tournament. So uh, look for Mississippi State to make a little run. Don't know if they'll go real deep into the tournament, but with a five seed facing Liberty, I see him. Uh, I see him making a little bit. You know, scaring some teams in the, in the tournament. Yeah, we'll be interested. Uh, to see how Coach Howland's club does there in a tournament. They're in that dangerous game. You know, they're in that 5-12 game. That's right. Uh, when people are filling out their brackets, um, people love to pick that 12, but it'd be tough to pick against that Mississippi State team. Now let's turn our attention to Oxford and the Ole Miss Rebels. Ole Miss in baseball, 14-6 and six on the year. They're ranked number 18 by Baseball America. They took two out of three over – Alabama this past week had a bump in the road middle of the week against a good Louisville team a former uh, coach on that staff there was able to get them in midweek and then they go to Missouri this coming weekend yep Missouri kind of uh not you know they're new to the SEC and I say new within the past you know decade or so uh Missouri's new so uh, kind of still filling out the Tigers with in, with Missouri, how they how they're playing and figuring out into this SEC bunch, both football, basketball, and baseball. Uh, but Ole Miss fourteen and six, 
and there's another one, Clay, in the Baseball American, another SEC team in the top 25. And they not only dominate on the football side of the things, but uh, baseball as well. So Ole Miss uh, has a good program and, and – be interesting to see what they do uh, at Missouri because uh, them, you know, of course, SEC always plays SEC tough. Yep, should be uh, interesting. Anytime you go on the road, uh, very interesting. So we'll see how that uh, series plays out. When you look at basketball, Ole Miss, of course, in the big uh, dance as well. A lot of that has to do with outstanding coaching job by Coach Kermit Davis in his first right. year there for the Rebels. They've earned themselves an eight seed. That 8-9 game, always one of the more competitive first-round games, and they will play Oklahoma Friday morning from Columbia, South Carolina. And a lot of eyes always on the 8-9 game, and so that should be a pretty even matchup. And uh, we'll just have to see how that plays out. Can Ole Miss win one in advance? Uh, Kermit Davis has just been outstanding, Jeff, in his first year earned SEC uh, Coach of the Year. Yep, I was just gonna I was gonna mention that if you didn't, but first year head coach, as you mentioned, SEC Coach of the Year, Oklahoma, always dangerous when it comes tournament time, uh, and you know I think this is the first time since like '95 or twice since '95 that Mississippi State and Ole Miss has both made it into the into the tournament. I could be a little wrong on the years. I was reading some stuff earlier. But, uh, you know, good job by both them teams, Ole Miss and State, making it to the big dance. Now all the eyes turn to, if you're State fans or if you're Ole Miss fans, how far can your team make it through the bracket? Absolutely. And uh, moving further south and closer to mine and your heart, Southern Miss, and we'll discuss uh, their baseball, Jeff, just starting out. Uh, as we have with the other two schools, we'll discuss baseball first. Not ranked, uh, and they started the year that way, right. but if their play has uh, bumped them out of being ranked. But they're kind of on a roll now. They were able to go over to Louisiana Tech in the first conference series and get a big sweep on the road and then got a win last night over Louisiana Monroe. So that Southern Miss team starting to play much better at the right time of the year, Jeff. Yep, they are. And, and everybody has – you know, they turn their attention to Conference USA play. And everybody's like, well, Conference USA, it's not one of the big conferences, but they have Rice in it. Rice has been in championships and been in conference, uh, you know, and out there in uh, Omaha before. Uh, other teams, you know – Louisiana Tech is a, is a very good team for Southern to go out there and sweep them, says it all. But Southern has – they're no stranger than playing, you know, the big out-of-conference games. They had a three-game set with uh, Mississippi State. They play Ole Miss twice a year on their schedule. Uh, so, you know, everybody talks about Conference USA as a blah sometimes. Yep. Uh, but Southern doing what they need to do and what you need to do is win the conference. <laughs> and yep. starting off like that with a sweep uh, with Louisiana Tech was a great start. Yeah, and I think, Jeff, with the bumps in the road that they've had uh, prior to really not playing and having some midweek losses, think That's of right. that UNO loss, um, I think they will need to win the uh, the conference uh, too. And you want to put yourself in a really good spot seeding-wise by taking care of business in the regular season. That tournament, the Conference USA tournament, will be hosted down in Biloxi again uh, this year. And so as we start this long conference uh, season, you really need to play good baseball and uh, maybe Southern Miss really rounding into that. Hit the ball very well over at Louisiana Tech. Uh, played well last night against Louisiana Monroe and hope 
hopefully that will continue as they have Old Dominion uh, coming to the Pete for a three-game set this weekend. Well, and you mentioned it hit the ball well. Go back, and I always go back to that state series. Their pitching was there. I mean, their their defense and pitching was there. They just didn't hit the ball. They right. didn't produce enough runs. Right. But now see them starting to come into their own a little bit. Scott Berry and that ball club as they, as they enter conference play. And both the men's and the women's for Southern Miss uh, competing still right. in basketball. Both have earned the right for postseason uh, play. The men playing in the CBI, they actually play tonight as we're recording here on a Wednesday night. They play uh, Longwood, and they play probably playing, tipping off, playing very shortly here as we record this podcast. And then the women, they play Thursday night at home. They will have Nichols uh, coming to Southern Miss to play there. So uh, a good thing there is uh, both teams get a chance to continue to compete. On the men's side, um, the seniors who have helped uh, Dot kind of rebuild a little bit, that senior class I really felt deserved an NIT bid, but they certainly deserve to continue to play basketball. And so we'll be interested to see how they uh, fare. And uh, the women's action, of course, we keep a close eye on it as a broadcasting buddy of ours that calls their games and Jason Baker for uh, the Southern Miss Lady Eagles there on the basketball side. So we'll keep an ear out uh, for them uh, Thursday night as well. And now we'll turn our attention as we do every week, Jeff. We give a Pearl River Community College update. We've got some fun stuff to talk about when it comes to Pearl River Community College. Uh, Jeff, they made a historic trip out to Kansas and won a game yesterday. And so they'll advance. They'll actually tip at 8 tonight. And so we'll be trying to get done with this podcast and time to watch some of that out in Kansas. Coach Oney and his crew make history, go out and win that first-round game. And now they match up against Odessa and – Coach Oney, and, you know, you heard him on our podcast last week. Uh, Why not us? Dream a new dream. It was just awfully cool to see uh, Pearl River Community College win that game yesterday. Yep, and, you know, I I made mention to to Coach Oney about interpreting the dream, so to speak. We were all about the dream speech, and they did it when they won the Region 23 tournament. They interpreted that dream, and now playing – uh, in this tournament with your first win, you know, first ever school history, making it there, and then you win that, and then you got Odessa tonight. They're in their sweet 16, so to speak, for the National Junior College, uh, the tournament. They're in their sweet 16, and, and Coach Oni also won Coach of the Year. i seen where they had uh, a little award presentation for Coach Oni winning that. And what a great group of men he's got up there, Coach Oni, a uh, friend of the podcast, and Wish them all the luck as they tip off here in about two hours, uh, you know, in Kansas. So, uh, trying to trying to make it two and zero to start this uh, start that tournament. So exciting and just really uh, neat stuff. Pearl River Community College, the softball team up in Popperville is ten and eight on the year. They got a split uh, against Coastal Alabama North. Was a split. The more important activities actually taking place this afternoon in. Um, this evening as they are playing Southwest uh, right now in a doubleheader. We'll get you those results next time uh, re- we record. And, Jeff, we're talking about Pearl River, uh, Pearl River Community College. We get the 
the pleasure and the opportunity now to be joined by the head baseball coach, Coach Avalon, and his crew is certainly rolling. We will tell you more of those particulars and get him to kind of talk about uh, his club, who is having a phenomenal year. So let's hear from Coach Avalon. The days of hiding your money in a mattress or burying it in the backyard are long gone. Our friends at Bank Plus can help you save for a rainy day. Hurry in and let their friendly staff help you with all your banking needs. Stop by any of their locations today at 115 Williams Avenue and 951 Memorial Boulevard in Picayune or 105 North Main Street in Poplarville. Bank Plus is more than a name, it's a promise. Hey folks, if you need that special sweet treat for birthdays, anniversaries, or just because, stop by and see our friends at Katie Cake and Company. They are located at 109 West Canal Street in Picayune. Let Katie Cake and Company satisfy your sweet tooth. Shh, your scale will never have to know. Making decisions on when and where to further your education is a big step in life. So let Pearl River Community College be the destination for you. Pearl River offers the first two years of any major and over 42 career and technical programs. They have three locations to better serve your educational needs. The Hancock Center at 454 Highway 90 Suite D in Waveland. The Forest County Center at 5448 Highway 49 South in Hattiesburg. And the main campus located at 101 Highway 11 North in Poplarville. Pearl River Community College. Roll River Roll. We've got Coach Avalon joining the podcast, and we're certainly excited about that. First things first, Coach, happy belated birthday, and congratulations on the sweep yesterday. Awesome. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, it's all I wanted for my birthday was two wins over at Colin, and so I just, you know, I got what I wished for, and, you know, thankful, you know, to the guys for uh, making that happen. Coach, y'all have gotten off to such and, – and I say a start. It's getting a later in the year to even call it that, but 17 – and two on the year, and then four and zero, oh, and in division play, um, just so impressive the start that y'all have had. Y'all got into a slugfest yesterday in that first one, though, huh? Well, we did, and and um, you know one of the things that we're excited about right now, as far as our you mentioned start to the season, uh, one of the things we're most excited about right now is that we're finally. I think we're going to get to where we get to play, you know, on a consistent basis. Um, you know, I wasn't crazy about our schedule to start off with, uh, just because we had, you know, I think we had three, two or three weeks where we played on a Saturday or a Sunday, and then we had to sit all the way, you know, to the next Saturday or Sunday. And that's just real tough, uh, to get anything, you know, consistently going. Um, but, uh, you know, luckily now being in conference play pretty much through, you know, for the rest of the season, we'll play either Tuesday or Wednesday and then play on Saturday, which will just give our guys, you know, hitters especially a chance to make sure that they, uh, you know, just continue to have the timing and, and uh, just in the flow of the game so much better. But, uh, you know, speaking about yesterday, that was something that, you know, we tried to uh, prepare them for. Uh, anytime you go to toll in, um, you know, it's just a really, really tough place to play, uh, a very offensive ballpark. Um, and we kind of, you know, kind of gave them a heads up. I knew that uh, toll in had played uh, 15 innings against East Mississippi on Saturday and, you know, and won both games. Um, and so I, you know, I, I, it didn't surprise me for us to fall behind a little bit early. I didn't, I didn't think it would be 10 to three in the first game. That was not something that, uh, you know, you, you, you count on. Um, but I knew if we got into their bullpen, uh, they were just, they were just out of arms, you know, just when you play 15 innings, you know, you don't, you don't anticipate that. And so I felt like we could score some runs and our guys did a really good job of just staying and battling. And, uh, you know, I told somebody, 
today. People don't realize how long of a day, you know, we have when we go on the road. Um, you know, you leave at 11 o'clock, you drive two hours, you hit BP two hours before the game, and then you try to play at nine. You know, our nine in the game lasted, as the bus driver told me, he said it lasted three hours and 45 minutes because he knew, he knew for sure. Uh, and, uh, and, and then you have to turn around and play again. So very proud of the fact that we just we battled all day long. Coach, when you look at scoring, uh, I mean, you mentioned 10 to 3 in baseball. A lot of times that's pretty tough to come back from. But y'all put up a 20 spot and then a 9 spot. Tell me, Coach, this lineup, when I, when I look at it on paper and the numbers just pop throughout the lineup, Coach, I mean, there's not a, a an empty spot, uh, so to speak, when you roll this lineup out there. No, there's not, and that's something that you know I got to give a lot of credit to Anthony Izzy, our recruit coordinator. Um, you know, I you know somewhat jokingly told him when I, you know, when we came in together, you know, I guess three years ago now, uh, I kind of looked at the roster and we were we were small, and I said, man, I, I said that's one thing I don't want to, you know, I want to coach big guys, I want to coach you know physical guys, um, and I said so, so, so we don't want many mediums on the team. You know, we always have a couple <laughs> guys that can run and you know get around the bases and you know set the plate, so to speak, but. Um, you know he's done a you know terrific job of going out and getting uh, physical guys that, that are athletic that can do some things. Uh, but when you look at our lineup, we're, you know I'm you know lucky to coach them. Uh, really good kids. You know they 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 bought into the weight room. That's something that um, you know we've done. You know we've just put a you know a commitment there to hey we're going to lift and we're going to continue to you know be a be a physical team. And uh, but we just have you know each guy in our lineup is capable. You know, as yesterday, we had seven different guys hit home runs. So each guy, you know, each guy is capable of leaving the yard and, and uh, you know, hurting somebody as, as far as, you know, uh, hitting the double or hitting the home run. Coach, and what does that do? You talk about uh, Coach Izzio. He's recruiting and he's also a pitcher, a former pitcher. And so when you get uh, these athletic, powerful guys in a lineup, how much confidence does that give your pitching staff? Oh, without a doubt, it's, it's uh, you know, it's game-changing for them. You know, I, I feel like our guys know that we're going to score runs, and, and uh, you know, um, you know, you know, when we're able to give those guys a cushion, you know, if you give them, a, you know, three or four run cushion, it lets them, you know, when you mention confidence, it, it, it obviously goes through the roof because uh, we're fortunate to coach some guys with some pretty good stuff. Also, you know, you talk about Miles Smith and Shamar Page at the top of our, you know, rotation, both guys that are Division One pitchers, and um, but that's something that. Uh, uh, you know, without a doubt, um, you know, pitchers pitchers set the tone. Uh, with you know, I'm 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 a pitching guy. That's that's my background. They set the tone, but but when your hitters are able to put up runs like that, and and you know, if you can just keep us close and keep us in it, uh, we're gonna have a chance to score. Uh, you know, it's fun to coach. It's you know, fun to be a part of that team. You know, as part of the pitcher or hitter. We're visiting with head coach. Avalon there with the Pearl River Community College Wildcats, and we'll take a break here and hear from one of our sponsors. If you're looking to insure a new house, car, or motorcycle, give Advantage Insurance Company a call at 601-749-8790 or go by and see Shauna Oder or any one of her friendly agents and let them go to work for you. Advantage Insurance is located at 4201 Highway 11 North in Picayune. Mugshots Grill and Bar is a proud sponsor of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. Mugshots is a place with great food, good drinks, a sporty atmosphere, and prices that keep the customers coming back for more. 
Visit one of their 17 locations throughout Mississippi, Louisiana, and Alabama. Mugshots Grill and Bar, every sports fan's destination. Coach, we've talked about the lineup, the pop, the pitching staff, and you're doing all of this with a lot of local guys, which when people say, yes, community college, of course it's local guys. Well, not necessarily with the uh, changes in the rules. It doesn't have to be that way, but you're getting productions from guys right here uh, in your own backyard, so to speak. Right, and that's something that, you know, the rules did change. Um, I guess it's been – you know, probably five or six years ago now, uh, where they, you know, they took the restrictions off of the district. Um, you know, one of the things just me, you know, with me personally is, um, you know, I'm very simple when it comes to the recruiting process. You know, our job, you know, uh, Dr. Burwood, Coach Long, uh, you know, they, they, they put an emphasis on winning. Um, and, 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 and I'm thankful for that. And, I, you know, I appreciate that. I, I'm very thankful for a coach at a school that, it, that has an expectation for the program and expects, uh, you know, success and, and uh, so with that, you know, it's, it's our job, uh, you know, to go out and get the best players, not just in the district, but, but in the state of Mississippi. Um, but, you know, one thing uh, Coach Izzio is, has done a good job is, you know, we always target, you know, as close to home first and then work our way out. Uh, you know, and that's the whole simple thing. If you need a gallon of milk uh, from the store, you're going you're gonna to go to the closest store and get it. You're not going to pass up three stores to go get the gallon of milk. And, and uh Fortunately, in this area, baseball is very, very strong. Um, you know, you've got a lot of quality programs uh, within an hour radius of, of Pearl River. And so we're able to go out and, you know, um, see you know see the guys locally. And, and uh, uh, we've, we've been able to attract those guys to our program. And, you know, just to mention a couple, uh, one that's just fresh on my mind because he's really stepped up here uh, within the last three weeks and, and just took another step forward is, is Trenton Lee from picking you. Um, you know, he came in yesterday, and, and obviously Cohen's got a tough offense at their place, and, and he stepped in. I think he struck out uh, five guys in two innings yesterday mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of just kind of closed the door when we needed him to. Uh, but he's an example of a local guy that's just, um, you know, we're thankful to have, and and uh, he's done, you know, uh, you know, just, just, just really well for us. Also, Austin Izzio mm-hmm. uh, is, is playing third base for us, and, and to see him mature and continue to, developed as a hitter is, is just pretty special um you know he's having a really good season and and and, and the great thing about him is he's going to get a lot better you know he's just uh he's he's one of those cage rats that works his butt off every day and and uh, you know pushes it and and, and and he wants to be a special player and to do that you've got to work and he's doing that um another young man is is, is dexter jordan had a big day yesterday for us um you know and he kind of came in with some Obviously, uh, you know, lofty expectations, and and uh, you know, it's tough to, to uh, live up, you know, to that. But to see him be a little humbled, um, you know, at first, and, and know that hey, it's uh, you know, this is, this this league's not a joke. And when I look at the guy left of me or right of me on my own team, they can play also. Uh, and so he's had to to, to adjust a little bit and, and uh, make some uh, you know adjustments in his work ethic and and, and his. Uh, uh, attitude and things, and man, he's a he's a joy to coach. He's a good kid, and and uh, you're starting to see him kind of turn the corner. Um, one of our leaders on the team right now, and and uh, just a just a kid that's just simply a winner is Wiley Cleveland from from Columbia Academy. Um, you know, and 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 the season he's putting up, I think he's leading us in batting average, uh, leading us in home runs, doubles, RBIs, um, and those are three 
those are three local guys right there mm-hmm. that that uh, are just kind of, and that's just you know, uh, well, four guys that are just examples of this area and baseball, and uh, you know, coming from Mississippi Delta Community College. Um, you know, it was tough for me to get out and, you know, see a lot of good baseball because I'd have to drive two hours and, and then I'd be missing practice to go catch a high school game. Here, um, you know, you go to Pearl River Central, Pickingham, Stonewall, Oak Grove, Petal, uh, Hattiesburg High School, uh, Purvis, uh, Poplarville. You know, you've got, you've got all these schools just in this area that are, uh, coaches do such a great job of developing players. And, and, uh, so we're very, very thankful and, and, uh, um, you know, just just glad that I get to do that. Yeah, you brought up the gallon of milk, Coach. It's a lot easier to go get that gallon of milk, too, isn't it? <laughs> hey, no, there's no question. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's not a far drive or walk. It, it, it's just right around the corner. So it, it's, uh, you know, grab and go. So that's awesome. Once again, we're visiting with Michael. Uh, Avalon head baseball coach for the Pearl River Community College Wildcats. And, Coach, just to go back a little bit to what you was talking about and, and Clay had mentioned the locals, talk about you, – seen it in, you see it in football, we've seen it in basketball. What about the facility upgrades? you got co- uh, Dr. Adam Breerwood, the president of the college, uh, Jeff Long, the athletic director, Patrick Oates, the sports and information director up there. What about the facility upgrades and things that, that y'all, and I say y'all, uh, the whole program and college has done as a whole to get them recruits to stay local to, and, and to get them from all over the state to come to Pearl River Community College? Well, that's, you know, the first thing in, in, in this day and age with social media, um, you know, first off, foremost, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those things, every, every athlete uh, is, is going to be visually driven. Um, you know, you mentioned that you're from Pearl River Community College. The very first thing they're going to pull their stuff on out. They're going to look at Twitter. They're going to look at Facebook. They're going to see what you have. You know, that's they're going they're going to see your facilities. They're going to see what you're doing, how nice your place is. Um, you know, I do want to say this: Patrick Oates and our sports information department, Mark Franklin and, and uh, Christy Harris. Uh, man, I and and this is this is. I think this is a true of a statement as I can make. They are the best in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys do an unbelievable job of, of marketing uh, Pearl River uh, Community College sports and, and uh, always uh, are, are very positive and, and, and um, you know, do a great job of telling uh, not just our community but the country uh, about Pearl River Community College, and so thankful for that. Uh, but Dr. Brearwood, Coach Long, uh, they've done, uh, you know, they've made a commitment to athletics, um, and it's not, uh, uh, it's, it's just not winning. They they want us to win. You know, they expect us to win in the classroom. They expect us uh, to help out in the community uh, because they are making a commitment to us. And so, with that comes an expectation of, of um, you know, what they expect out of our student athletes, and and uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, they want us to go out in the community, help do you know, service projects, different things like that. Uh, and so, uh, but, but what they've done is they've given us the resources that, you know, they allow us to work, um, and, uh, you know, they're always there to support us. And when you have that, uh, you have a chance to go out and, you know, do some special things, uh, as far as our new stadium, um, you know, the, you know, the new turf that we have, those are all things that set us apart from these other, other schools. And, and, uh, and so it's very special, very, you know, it's a great time to be at Pearl River. 
Coach, when you look at the success and what's going on uh, currently, that 17-2 and record, 4-0 and in division play, that gets you ranked number four in the country when you look at the NJCAA poll. Uh, higher than that and some other polls, that's just kind of the poll that uh, we use for the podcast. How do you keep the blinders on, uh, Coach, that, that group of guys there and uh, keep them focused on uh, – that next doubleheader or that uh, next set of games? Well, I think I think one thing that kind of, uh, you know, I guess set the, set the standard there was the very first group that we were able to come in and be a part of three years ago. Um, those guys were hungry. Uh, I can remember going over to Jones in that regional that first that first year, and, and when they were number one in the country, I think they were 44-2. Uh, you know, we went over to, to their place in the regional and, you know, knocked them off. Uh, and those guys, to me, set that standard right then that this, you know, things are going to be different. And, and, and with that, we've, we, we refer to that group all the time. Even now, we say, hey, those guys, you know, set the standard. And it's our job to continue to work and improve that. Um, and, and so, uh, with that, you know, last year's group took the next step. We were able to win a state championship. Uh, I think we finished the uh, regular season either seventh or fourth or something, uh, you know, ranked in the country. Um, and that's something, so, so that's been there and, and, and those guys have seen that every day this year. Um, I guess to be honest, one of the things that keeps our guys focused is in this league, every time you play, I mean, you're playing somebody to win yesterday with number 16 or something in the country, you know, this weekend we're going to Itawamba and they're number 12. And I think they've lost maybe two or three times, uh, you know, so, and then next, you know, you go down the line and you got Meridian next week who's who's nationally ranked. you got Gulf Coast, who's, who's won 11 in a row or something, I think, right now. So uh, I think I think the league forces you uh, to, to stay humble to know that at any given day, you know, you can you can get beat. Um, and, and so uh, we, we talk to our guys about that, and we tell them that, you know, this is nice and this is great, and, and it's a credit to them uh, and the work that they've done. Um, you know, they went down to LSU units and were able to knock off the number one team in the country um, you know, at their place. Um, and so I, I, you know, I tell the guys, you should, you should appreciate that. You should enjoy that. Uh, but, uh, you know, winning and, and, you know, I think it makes you one of two things. It makes you hungry for more complacent. And so, uh, our, our guys are, you know, right now they continue to be hungry and, and, and that's what we want them to do. And that's the expectation. Well, you know, coach, you, polls a lot of coaches don't look at polls they just want to go out there and win us as broadcasters we can look at polls and i told clay earlier you knock off the number one team in the nation uh i think you should be number one in all the polls but that's just broadcaster speak well and that's that's something that uh you know i i know we had some guys that were that were disappointed in that night and i was to remind them that i don't have plenty of opportunities um you know i could i could i mean it it would be nice to be uh, number one in the country, but it'd be really, really nice, really, really special to finish number one in the country, mm-hmm. and that's that's that's, right. that's our ultimate goal, uh, and that's what we tell them. We get to play, you know. I just mentioned Itawamba, Meridian, Jones, uh, um, all those teams are nationally ranked. If we continue to play well and we continue, uh, and it's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. Um, you know, there's there's really good teams out there. Um, if we get into the postseason play, you know. Get to the regional. You get to. I mean, you get to see Eunice again and and uh, play them again. So, um, you know, that's something that uh, you know I think it's a goal of ours, and I think it should be. You know, to be the best team in the country. 
but we want to make sure that we finish the best team in the country, and that's something that um, I think they understand. And and I think that's you know the good thing about not being the number one team in the country is you're is you're still hungry to be that. Coach, you talk about being the number one team in the country. It kind of leads me into a question I saved to the end here, and then um, we certainly appreciate your time. But one of the neatest things that I've seen is the way that the different programs are getting behind each other up there. And I, did, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the run that Coach Oney and his group are making. Of course, they play later tonight and out in Kansas. But the way that y'all have enjoyed and the way that y'all have followed uh, their success and kind of been a part of that. I know y'all, uh, your guys are there for their home games and, and cert, certainly help in that atmosphere. But just kind of speak to what Coach Oney and that basketball team have done. Well, man, it's, it's – uh... You know they're you know they're making history and it's something very very special and and I'm glad that you mentioned that uh, you know I've got we've actually got a watch party set up for tonight at eight o'clock to watch them in Hutchinson and, and uh, we've got several you know people from campus that are going to be over we're going to watch them and, and we're going to be cheering them on and the only thing I'm upset about is you know if they if they do keep this thing going and get to Saturday we've got to play at Awamba on Saturday I'll be in, in, in Hutchinson watching them but uh, man it's a it's just a special place and and what I mean by that is uh, I know back in the 2000s, you know, I wasn't here. I got to come in when I played at Holmes and, and, and play here when Coach Ortiz was here, mm. um, and they were rolling in baseball, and, and uh, I can, I, you know, I'll never forget walking into the, you know, the stadium that, that, that day to play, and it just, it was different. The mm. atmosphere here, uh, I think at the time you had football was rolling, baseball was yeah. rolling, basketball was rolling. I can't remember how many state championships they won then, but uh, I think that happened because you had a family environment where you had different sports, different coaches, uh, where me, Coach Only, Coach Fletcher, Coach Fly, all of us, you know, we, we pull for each other. We want to see each other be successful uh, because it can only help your program. You know, uh, when you surround yourself with winners, uh, you know, winning's going to rub off on you. And and, uh, um, and so that's something that I think, uh, you know, we have going now is where, uh, you know, it starts at the top with Dr. Brewer and Coach Long and, and you know their vision for the school, uh, but uh, it's 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 a family atmosphere, um, and uh, that's that's a pretty special thing to be a part of. Where you know uh, when you're playing a tough game at home, and you got a double header, and you look out on the deck, and you got the girls' basketball team, and you got you know the football team behind the dugout cheering for you. Um, you know it's pretty special to be a part of, and and uh, so there's no doubt. Uh, you know we're pulling for Coach Oni and his guys and I. And uh, like he said, why not us? And you know, why not them? And and uh, I think that's uh, uh, you know, I think that's what's going on here, probably. Coach, man, we certainly appreciate your time for joining us, man. And we hope we won't be a stranger. We hope to visit with you down the road. Thank you for your time, Coach. Well, awesome. Thank y'all. I appreciate the job you do, and you know, I appreciate y'all's commitment to you know uh, sports in this area. And it's it's, it's awesome what y'all are doing. Anytime I can help you, just let me know. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Stay tuned for more episodes in the weeks to come.